We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Lamar Jackson is one of several Ravens starters John Harbaugh will not play during Baltimore's Thursday night preseason opener. Harbaugh's decision comes a year after the Ravens lost running back J.K. Dobbins in just one series of preseason action last year. The move could set a new trend going forward as the Ravens look to protect their star players from unnecessary injury risk. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Monday, August 8th. And this is your morning Ravens vault. And the Ravens released their first depth chart of the 2022 season. What are the key takeaways as players compete for playing time at various positions? Plus, as Justin Tucker enters his 11th NFL season, he was recently asked about his Hall of Fame candidacy. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. We are just three days away from the Ravens' first preseason game Thursday night at M&T Bank Stadium. So, Bobby, who can fans expect to see on the field as Baltimore hosts the Tennessee Titans? Well, Sarah, they won't be seeing Lamar Jackson suited up along with several other notable players. Listen to this. Certain guys like Lamar's not going to play. Mark's not going to play. Uh, those those uh, experienced starters, Justin Houston, Marcus Williams isn't going to play. Marcus uh, Marlin's not going to play. Just to give you an example of the guys that aren't going to play. Yeah, and as Harbaugh said, we can extrapolate which other players might join those he already named to the bench. We know there's the six players who began training camp on the PUP list who obviously won't be playing. That's J.K. Dobbins, Ronnie Stanley. Stanley, Gus Edwards, Tyus Bowser, and Ardarius Washington. Plus, there's the injured David Ajabo, Charlie Kohler, and now Tyler Linderbaum as of last week. So we're already at 14 players who aren't expected to be available. Right, and the Ravens have to send somebody out on the field. It's not like they can sit 25-plus guys. So they can add a handful more to the list of 14. But Bobby, who else do you think they'll look to protect? Yeah, Sarah, my guess is the Ravens will add at least Calais Campbell and Kevin Zeitler to the list of non-participants. These are two veterans who don't need preseason reps, let's be honest. But taking a step back and looking at the big picture, this continues the team's trend of trying to reduce risk of injury after what we remember was last year. A whopping 25 players landed on injured reserve at some point throughout last season. 
in general, Harbaugh has been very cautious as it is with his players this summer. And a new example of that happened Monday when Mark Andrews appeared to land on his ankle awkwardly. And Harbaugh did so much to pull him for the rest of practice, even though number 89 insisted he was totally fine. I had seen enough. I had seen enough of Mark. I told Mark, he's like, I'm fine. He goes, I was practicing my, my slide. It wasn't one of your better slides. But, that, you know, I, he's had so many reps this week. He's had plenty of reps. And that was really my call just to back him off. Okay, so, so far, we've named all the guys that won't compete against the Titans Thursday. But what about the guys that need Thursday's reps and experience? Yeah, at the top of that list is tight end Nick Boyle, who's still working back to 100% health after that 2020 knee injury. Here he is. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I need to play in the preseason games. I think that'll be really good for me. I wouldn't want to not play in those. I think those are kind of like, Reps you can't get out in the practice field, although you're in pads. Um, and I look forward to playing. And Sarah, in addition to Boyle, it wouldn't be surprising to me at all to see all Ravens wide receivers dressed on Thursday night. From Rashad Bateman to undrafted rookies who are fighting for a roster spot. Each of these guys could use the reps. Then we get to positional competitions where players are trying to win themselves jobs. Left guard and running back are both undecided as of this moment. And finally, the 2022 rookie class needs to get acclimated to an NFL game atmosphere. So, honestly, we'll likely get a good look at the entire group, including Kyle Hamilton and Isaiah Likely, who have both flashed throughout camp. Yeah, there are a lot of people that want to see those two rookies in action. But, Bobby, before we jump, we have to mention the Ravens' 20-0 preseason record since 2015. It is the longest win streak in NFL preseason history. Yeah, no doubt, Sarah. Despite sitting most of his star players, I can promise you that extending that preseason win record is important to Harbaugh. He'll continue to push to do so, but just not at the expense of potential injuries. Well, after last year's injury hell that the Ravens went through, it's the correct and only decision to make, in my view. Harbaugh is 100% correct to guard his star players. All right, still to come here on The Vault... My takeaways on Baltimore's first official depth chart released ahead of this upcoming season. Okay, Sarah, as you mentioned, the Ravens released their first official depth chart of the 2022 season. It's a list compiled by the team's PR staff, and I want to know what some of your takeaways were. Well, the first thing I did when I opened it was my eyes quickly searched for the left guard position because it's probably one of the least settled positions on offense. Ben Powers is currently listed as the starter, with Tyree Phillips as his backup and Jimmy Murray third on the list. That wasn't a surprise after Greg Roman already said Powers was the favorite, but he was also clear that that could change. But what I found more interesting is that Ben Cleveland isn't even listed on the left side. Instead, he can be found as the top backup for the right side. This was supposed to be a three-man competition, and he's not even listed. Yeah, interesting. I'm sure missing essentially the first week of camp due to failing the conditioning test hurt his chances within that competition. But nonetheless, while we're talking about the offensive line, Sarah, we mentioned earlier that first-round rookie Tyler Linderbaum will miss one to two weeks with a foot injury. He's already listed on the depth chart as a starter, though. How will his absence affect things, you think? Yeah, well, from the Ravens' point of view, from their side, they can move forward in the preseason just fine. 
They've got strong depth at center. Patrick McCarry and Tristan Cologne will step up. But it will be a step back for Linderbaum. He's expected to be the day one starter. And as a rookie, Bobby, he needs as many snaps as possible to prepare for his big debut. So if he were a veteran, this minor injury in the middle of camp would be no big deal. But as a rookie, it's a bigger deal. Linderbaum will have to figure out a way to keep learning and preparing for these NFL defensive blitz packages without being on the field. Sarah, what about at running back with Dobbins and Edwards sitting out the entire camp thus far? Who has the lead in that category? Yeah, that would be Mike Davis. He's the eighth-year veteran who the Ravens signed in May after he was released by the Atlanta Falcons. He's followed on the depth chart by Justice Hill, Corey Clement, Nate McCrary, and rookie Tyler Beatty, respectively. But we really can't read too much into this list because it's been hard to evaluate the backs without hard-hitting plays, which the Ravens just haven't done too much of so far in camp. So this, to me, looks more like a seniority list, at least until Dobbins returns, which, by the way, Harbaugh did say could happen as early as today. Uh, But it will also look like a seniority list until we get through these three preseason games. Until then, Greg Roman will make zero concrete decisions about this group. And I see it as wide open. I see everybody as capable. You know, uh, everybody's flashing. You know, we got a... we signed a new guy, Corey Clement. He, he, I thought he did some really good things out there today, really flashed. Um, so I think that's wide open. I mean, I can envision, you know, the, uh, the big thing for us as coaches now is we're, we're seeing these guys, but we're, we're trying to push them all to the number one spot. We're trying to push them all there and then see who grabs the brass ring and how it shakes out. But we want to make sure we're prepared because any of these guys could play, you know. Okay, and meanwhile, it's rookie first-round pick Kyle Hamilton, who is listed as Marcus Williams' backup at free safety with Tony Jefferson as the number two behind Chuck Clark at strong safety. Geno Stone is then behind Jefferson. All right, what about the wide receiver room, Sarah? Always something to talk about in this room. Always. Never a dull moment with the wide receivers, but as expected... Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay are listed as the two starters. And some good news here, Bobby. Duvernay finally returned to practice after missing a week due to that thigh bruise that he sustained in that M&T Bank practice session. Now, James Prochet and Tylen Wallace are the top backups. All four of them need to have a strong showing in these next three games to prove to the Ravens, to the coaches, to the front office staff, that they do not need to go out and sign a bigger name or a bigger veteran to augment this group. But, true to form, always sticking and being a pro, James Prochet said that the entire group is not worried about the pressure that all the outside people try to heap upon them. Not really worried about it. We just, like I said, focus on getting better one day at a time. Uh, WT do a great job of keeping us on like a one-track mindset. You know what I'm saying? Let's focus on this day, move to the next day. And not really focus on any outside noise, what anybody got to say, because nobody really knows what they're talking about. Nobody knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's just hearsay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants an opinion. You know, everybody got social media. So you can, you can talk about whatever. We're not really paying attention to it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, can you believe that Justin Tucker is gearing up for his 11th season in Baltimore? To me, it feels like yesterday when he was a rookie. Yeah, Sarah, it's hard to believe. JT9 is 32 now and yet somehow seems to become more and more dominant as each year goes by. To define that dominance with just one statistic would be foolish, but just listen to this. Tucker sits atop the list of most made field goals over the last 10 seasons with 326. The next closest kicker has 264, and that's Greg Zerline. The Ravens' most dangerous weapon was recently asked about his Pro Football Hall of Fame candidacy, and as per usual, he was humble and insightful in his response. I really try not to think about that stuff. I really try to make it a point to take it one kick at a time. That's something that I heard from my agent coming out of college, you know, and it's some of the best advice I ever got. Right next to my grandfather when I was trying out for the high school varsity team at Westlake in Austin, he said, Justin, just kick the damn ball. So between those two principles, you know, less is more, simple is better, I guess. It really is more of a, my, my focus is much more on just taking it one kick at a time, one practice at a time, one game at a time. The individual honors are, they are really cool. Um, and you can turn those into, you know, a career and you can turn those into a, a, a great life for your family. Um, all of those, those wonderful blessings. But the only way I, I feel like I can even get to that point where, you know, people are saying nice stuff like that about me. Um, they're not even just saying it about me. They're saying it about us. They're saying it about, you know, what the, the Ravens specialists and their coaches have been able to put together as a whole collectively. Yeah, I think about it as you know, oh, that's nice, but um, I, got, I still got to take one kick at a time. You know, there's, there's a lot more than just me kicking the ball. We make kicks every once in a while. I let one get away from me. Even if Jordan doesn't get it down exactly how I like, it's still me. I kick the ball, but um, no, I, just, I, I really just try to take it one at a time. Yeah, it doesn't get more humble than that because we all know number nine is Canton bound one day in the future. But, you know, Bobby, for the first time in his career, Tucker doesn't have his right-hand man and placeholder, Sam Cook. Those two had so much success together and had their system down to a science. How has that transition to a new holder coming along? Yeah, Sarah, while Cook is obviously no longer on the roster, having retired this offseason, he still seems to be making a considerable impact in his new role as a special teams consultant 
especially on the rookie punter out of Penn State, Jordan Stout. Jordan is doing an excellent job drinking from the fire hose, so to speak. Uh, we've thrown so many detail things at him. I liken it to breaking him down into a puddle, just mud, so we can build him and he can build himself up into a little clay pot. And it's hot enough, we might as well put the pot in the kiln and, and uh, you know, get him uh, really ready to go for, for week one when it really, really matters. But Jordan is doing an excellent job of being coachable, just being the athlete that we all you know, know him to be. And he's come quite a long way in a very short period of time. And the dynamic between him and Sam, uh, and Sam and really all of us out here, uh, you know, when we're working separately from the rest of the team, you know, when we're, go when we're out there working on snaps, holds, and kicks, the, the value that Sam is able to add to our operation and what we do on a typical practice day, uh, and even in, the, in the, the meeting room, watching our own video uh, and evaluating from a place of he's been there and done that in every single circumstance that you could possibly imagine, and he's done it really, really well. So to have that experience you know, from the inside out, now he's able to take the 10,000-foot view and apply all of that to what we're doing now, the value that Sam has added to our operation, it's immeasurable. So there you have it. While the longest-tenured member of the Wolfpack is no longer actively suiting up in Baltimore, his sheer presence alone seems to be paying dividends for the Ravens' special teams. And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport provided an update regarding Dobbins and what's expected to happen at camp today. He's going to be reevaluated tomorrow to see whether or not he is going to be able to get off the PUP list and start taking part in practice. And, you know, for, for J.K. Dobbins, it would be simply individual drills to start. And it just sounds like, judging from the words of John Harbaugh himself, he might be the closest of the PUP guys to being able to be healthy. If he could pass the physical, just get started doing individual drills now, and maybe he has a shot to be ready week one. Again, similar to what I said, when all this became a big thing, they are not going to rush him. He is too valuable for that. But just getting off the reserve list and getting on the field will be a significant step for Dobbins. And rookie fourth-round offensive tackle Daniel Falele Played right tackle throughout college, but the Ravens already have several right tackles. So they've been experimenting with him on the left side. And for the first time in training camp, Falele got a lot of snaps at left tackle on Saturday. We just want to kind of get a feel for him. You know, it's like he's never played there before, and we've got an opportunity with some reps over there. It kind of makes sense just to put him over there and see how he does, A. And then B, work him in training camp because during the season, you never know who might have to go where and play what. And he did a good job, actually. Now he gets a little tired. His technique fell off toward the end of practice today. You know, that's something just to focus on, you know, the opportunity of fatigue. When you're tired, you focus on your technique even that much more. And finally, Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt, who is seeking a contract extension, has reportedly requested a trade, but the organization has privately declined that request. The 27-year-old is in the final year of his two-year, $12 million deal. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing it with a friend. And we can also be reached, by the way, via email at Vault 
at gmail.com. And that's all the time we've got today, but we'll be back Tuesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. Come back and start your day with us on The Ravens Vault. <laughs>